welcome to the first of the short series that we're going to be doing, focusing mainly on breaking habits to do with pornography addiction and uh, masturbation and things like that. Uh, I pray that this is going to be a blessing for you because this is a deadly, disastrous, damnable, devastating habit. Many will call it an addiction. Many will make excuses for it. And in the last video, we discussed the sort of high rates of uh, men that engage in the sinful activity of pornography. So this series is aimed at Christian men to help you break free from any habits and addictions you have in that area. We're going to be laying, especially in this first video, some foundations for understandings that you need to have to be able to walk forwards into the purity, the holiness, the responsibility, and the self-control that God would command and demand men to have. We understand as men that as Paul commanded Titus to command to the church, that the young men are to be self-controlled. He also says that the older men are to be self-controlled in different, along with other attributes. Men need self-control because the lusts and the flesh and the passions that are within us are able to hurt ourselves, our souls, and other people. So this is an important series for anybody that has any of these kind of struggles. We're just going to jump straight into it. Today's first principle that you need to understand is that humans are worshipping creatures. Humans, being made in the image of God, we were made to be worshippers. The, the question is not, are you worshipping something? The question is always, what are you worshipping? And when problems that go right down to the heart, that affect all that we do, the way that we think, the way that we act, those problems that go so deeply are always connected to our habits and our focuses of worship. So I want to ask you, what are you worshipping? You may be a Christian, you may not be a Christian. The question, though, is functionally, not do you say who is your God, but functionally, what is your God? What is it that you give most of your time, most of your thoughts, most of your affections, most of your strength to? We see that the first commandment of the Ten Commandments that God would give to humankind is have no gods before me. God is a jealous God. God is our only creator. God is our only possible savior. God is the only supreme authority. He's the only ultimate being. He is the only eternal one. He is the only glorious one. To give worship to anything else is blasphemous, is a sin against God himself. And when we start looking at our habits of uh, sexual addictions or sexual sin, it is ultimately a worshipping issue. We are worshipping something more than we are worshipping God, who Jesus will say to worship with our whole mind, our whole strength, our whole soul, our whole heart. Romans chapter 1 talks to this reality. Uh, Romans chapter 1 is uh, shows us that the ultimate problem of sin in mankind is a worshipping issue. We were made to be worshippers and we never stop worshipping. Whether you call yourself an atheist or you are some other kind of uh, religious person or you are a Christian, you need to understand that at the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart, that we are worshipping people. That's not a bad thing that we've been created as worshipping creatures. 
However, it will, uh, because of our sin issue, our worshipping nature is bent away from God towards creation. So read this in Romans chapter 1, verse 25, or even 24 is where we'll start. Therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity. Man, if you're struggling with pornographic addictions and sins, then that described you. I bet you you felt that ring deep in your soul when it said that God gave them up to the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves. That's a good description for pornography and porn addicts. This is a picture of God giving up sinners to do what they want to do, and it's because they have done something. God gives them up to sin because they have done something, and that is told to us in verse 25. Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. So Paul is saying that the, the ultimate reason that people go headlong into the impurity of their lusts and dishonoring their bodies because of the passions of their flesh is because they have turned their worship, their life-giving, uh, their, their, their love, their mind, their heart, their soul, all of that energy they have turned from the one true God who gives life and beauty and purity and energy and eternal life we turn our worship to the created things because we're worshipping people who don't love God. We worship the created things and our hearts are, are enslaved and uh, go further and further into impurity. The reality is that if we do not worship God, we will worship created things. One of those created things, in fact, the most beautiful created thing that God made is the human body and more so the female body. If you're a man, the way you've been designed and the way that women have been designed is that you will find nothing more beautiful and more uh, able to be worshipped with your life and your energy than the female body. That is what sexual sin is. It's worshipping that which is pleasing to the eyes and a good gift uh, to humankind so that there can be this, this marriage and, and the sexual relationships that we've spoken about in previous videos. But because of the evil of our hearts, we worship that form. We worship sexual um, immorality. We worship sexual pleasure instead of worshiping God. So that's where we need to start. Number one, the issue is a worship issue, which means that the solution is going to be a worship solution. It is not enough for me to just give you lots of tricks and tips and advice and commands and more law. Ultimately, what has to happen is that our hearts have to be more in love with Jesus than it, than it, than it is in love with sex. Our hearts have to be more in love with God than they are in love with pornography. Only then will our wills and our behaviors change. First, when our heart is changed to worship and love Jesus. Psalm 135 tells us that the gods of, the, and you can look this up later, that the gods of the uh, pagan religions, the false gods, they're blind and they're mute and they're stupid and they exist, but they are not able to do what they've been made for 
because they're made by human hands. And in the uselessness and the vanity of their existence, the writer of the psalm then says, and everyone who worships them becomes like them. You see, pornography and sexual pleasure is a horrible, horrible God. It's an idol that is filthy, that is disgusting, and that is not able to do what you want it to do, which is to give you pleasure and satisfaction. It ultimately is destructive. And all those who worship pornography become like it. They become abusers, they become perverts, they become disgusting, they become filthy, they become impure, they become spiritually deaf, spiritually dumb, emotionally uh, calloused, they become horribly violent. Those who worship the sin of pornography become impure like it. But those, this is what we're told in 2 Corinthians, I'm going to read that now, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. We're told in 2 Corinthians, verse 18, that we all, that's all us Christians, with unveiled face are beholding the glory of the Lord. That's Jesus. And he's talking about understanding the gospel and worshipping Jesus. We're beholding Jesus with nothing in between us spiritually. And we are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For, for this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. What he's saying is this. You become like what you worship. If you worship pornography, you will spiral down into sickness and filth. If you worship Jesus, you are able to become holy, righteous, clean, wise, strong, self-controlled. This is ultimately a worship issue. Secondly, I want to say that pornography, addictions, habits, sin, whatever you want to call it, it is sin. Pornography habits are ultimately because of our sinful natures. Our sinful natures go all the way down to the root and the heart of who we are. So again, it's not enough for me to give good advice. If you are somebody who has still at your core a rotten, sinful, depraved heart, you won't be able to bring forth good fruit if the tree going down into the ground is actually rotten. Your heart needs to be changed. This is what we call regeneration or being born again. It is not simply enough that God would command you things and try and make you change from the outside, but that you need to be changed on the inside first by God, then you can change your behaviors. Some of you gentlemen, you are watching this and you are enslaved to pornographic habits and it is because you are not born again and you are still going towards hell. You do not know Jesus as the one you worship. Your heart is still dead in sin. What you need is to be made new, recreated, regenerated by God. I'm going to read this in Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians 2, Paul tells us the ultimate issue of humankind outside of Christ. He says, You were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of the world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. That He's talking about Satan among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of our body and the mind, and were by nature 
children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. So Paul is saying to Christians that the way you used to be, meaning if you're not a Christian, this is your current state, is dead in sin, unable to wake yourself up, enslaved by your lusts, worshipping the creation, controlled ultimately by the evil one, Satan, and his forces, just like everybody else. And you are therefore by nature a child of the wrath of God. That's your inheritance, the wrath of God when you die. So again, the, the solution is going to be regeneration, being born again, being made new by God. And your first step needs to be praying to God that he would give you that heart. Don't look within for your strength. Don't look within for your solution. Don't look to meditation. Don't look to gurus. Don't look to therapy. Don't look to some internet browser safety uh, uh, technology. First look to God and beg that he would give you a new heart. If you are a Christian, then we will have more to say to you later. But ground your hope in this, that God has given you a new heart. From there will come your strength. Thirdly, mankind uh, is in darkness and therefore cannot offer light to this situation. You are by nature a worshipper, which means that the solution is you need to worship Jesus, not pornography. You're by nature somebody with a sinful heart, which means you need to be given a new heart by Jesus to make changes that are lasting. Thirdly, though, you need to look to God for the guidance because looking to mankind, whether it's secular therapies, tips, practices, and booklets, and self-help uh, uh, programs, all of those are coming out of the sinful, dark heart of mankind. So that what we're going to be looking at in this series is going to be principles drawn from the Word of God, principles that rely on the Spirit of God, principles that are grounded on the gospel of Jesus Christ, and principles that are ultimately glorifying to God and relying on Him. We're not going to be simply looking at some of the best trends and fads and of human psychology and counseling. We're going to be relying on God. If we look to mankind's solutions that are not based on scripture, it is ultimately going to be in Jesus' uh, terminology. It's going to be a blind man leading another blind man, and they will both end up falling into the ditch. That's what people who have pornography addictions, who want to break free, look like when they go to human uh, sources to find strength and liberation. We need God. We need God's ways. We need God's word. We need God's principles. We need God's help. And so therefore we go to him in this series. <clears throat> the word of God is the divine light into this situation. Psalm 19 is one chapter that we'll go into in a future video to show that it is the word of God which brings light and enlightenment and revival and wisdom to the soul. So in these three principles, consider them. You must be born again. You must worship Jesus. You must rely on God for strength in this fight. And so tune in to video two, which is going to continue to lay foundations before we look to practical steps. <laughs>